0: you're listening to two guys talking wine with michael pincus and andre prue good evening michael andre how are you i'm waiting for spring to start like where the hell is spring i i'm i'm sitting in my apartment in shorts and you know why i'm wearing shorts michael
1: because they allow you to touch your legs
0: because my pants got soaking wet while I was walking the dog after work. Oh, yeah. You know what? Uh, Eric and I sat
1: out. It was 20 degrees here in Niagara at 3 o'clock. And then she says, you know what? Let's go have a rosé. Picked up a bottle that I had in the fridge, a uh, Three of Hearts 2018 rosé. Walked it outside. We were there 20 minutes. I felt a drop. I said, we're going in. And it's been raining ever since.
0: That Three of Hearts is a solid, solid rose for this year. I really love Delicious. I love that yep. style. I love that style of rose. Yeah.
1: 17, a little more acidity. And you know me, I, I'm kind of an acid head when it comes to roses.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, I, am, I am too. I definitely little, am.
1: A little softer on the 18, but still, as Erica said, I crush that.
0: That's really funny. Yeah. Um, we had a special guest over for dinner, uh, I guess, a couple weeks ago. We did. At my house, at the Toronto yeah. studio.
1: And you, and you made, of all things, Italian.
0: I did. Well, I was having a really crazy busy week. And I, I do have a bit of a bad habit of cooking fairly ornate dinners, even on a regular weekday. Like, most of the time, it takes an hour, hour and a half to throw together a meal in this house. But I had so many things to do that day. Of all things, I had to get my hair cut. And uh, I wanted something Thank that would God. cut in and out Thank of the oven. God, man, bun. Okay, the man bun's been gone since my wedding. It's literally a year. It's been a year that the man, guns, man bun's been gone. Let it go.
1: And you have no man guns, so no, man bun it is.
0: Um, but you know, it's uh, if I can toot our, our own horn for a second, uh, we got some new equipment at the Toronto studio, and I'm loving how the interviews sound when we get people around my table here. Yeah,
1: I, you got three microphones now. You got a new board, did you not?
0: I did get a new mixing board. So yeah. if you're uh, a wine agent listening to this or you're uh, a winery in Prince Edward County or anywhere in Ontario and you, you want to appear on the podcast, um, we'd love to get some more um, more workouts done on these microphones in Toronto. So hit us up at, uh, what's our new fancy email address?
1: Oh, it's uh, two guys talking Wine at gmail.com. We got... We even have cards to go with it now. I'm so impressed with us. We're now legit.
0: Did you take your cards home with you? I think you left your cards here. No, no, I brought them. Okay. I do. Okay, then good. They, those are yours. Okay, good. Okay, then I have them. Okay, anyways. Um,
1: And speaking of agents who reached out. Yes. Andrew Von Tischman, He said, hey, come and meet the winemaker of Kuhn, or CBNE.
0: Oh, my God. And the story of why the winery is called Kuhn is... uh. Hilarious! So great, so great. Anyways, but I, I, I think we it's touched like on it. It's like arriving at
1: Ellis Island.
0: Is I that don't, too much? Yeah, I don't get the reference.
1: Because when you, people arrived at Ellis Island, they changed their name.
0: Oh, dots are too far apart. Anyways, let's roll the tape. We have,
1: wow, I think it's Maria Quemada. Am I right?
2: Yes. Oh, Maria my... Larrea.
1: Larrea okay. La Quemada.
2: Larrea Quemada. Right. And
1: she is from. Why don't you just introduce yourself?
2: I'm from Spain. Okay. From Rioja. Excellent. Huh? And, the, the and the winery? The winery is Cune. 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 Okay.
1: So you are going to have your wines in the LCBO very shortly.
2: Yes, yes, I hope. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's always
1: that way. And um, you, you just, you literally just flew in. Like you just got off the plane. Yes about an hour ago
2: yes uh, 30 minutes (laughs) and we thank
1: you very much for making us your first stop Uh,
2: thank you thank you so
1: tell us a little bit about the winery Mm -hmm. and about your wines
2: okay then uh, cune is in in rioja in the north of spain and uh, it's a winery that uh, was founded in the in the 1879 then this year we we, we will don uh, done uh, 140 years old. Kay? Wow. Yes. Yeah. And it's this winery is uh, is, uh, is a familiar, wine, familiar winery. And uh, we are in the fifth uh, generation this, this year. Kay? It's a family from Bilbao. And uh, I'm the winemaker. And oh. I'm the winemaker uh, since uh, Twenty years. Uh, oh wow! Yes, okay. So something. this is not
1: a fly-by-night operation, and yes. you're not just new at the job. Yes.
2: Yes. I I started in in France and in Spain, and after in France and after that I started in Cune. So for where my were you making
0: uh, where were you making wine in France?
2: In uh, Bordeaux and in Montpellier. Okay. Yes. And and after that I go to Cune for my first time, and after I I go and, uh, in another wineries from in Spain and after i back to to cune and uh, cune is uh, one of the most uh, important uh, winery in in Rioja and in uh, spain. Mm? Yes.
0: So what makes cune so important?
2: Cune is the is is the the company vinicol of the north of uh, spain but uh, it, it is it's spelled cune because a uh, a mistake in the in the first label <laughs> and uh it was c v n e but yeah. now it's cune, okay. it's easier. Got it. Uh,
0: That's okay. really funny. I, I love it when you get the the typo and uh, it's just you own it and it becomes part of the brand.
1: Yeah,
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. So,
1: so what kind of wines do you make?
2: We make some uh, white and, and rosé, okay. but the, the flagship of our wines are the red wines in Rioja Got with it. a grape. A very um, the, the most important grape in Rioja is Tempranillo.
1: Got it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. And why is Tempranillo so important to Spain?
2: Because um, Tempranillo is a grape that is a has a short cycle. Then uh, we usually, we don't have, uh, in Rioja, uh, we don't have um, risk of frost. And uh, Tempranillo means early. Okay. Uh, because we call Tempranillo because uh, this uh, grape arrives very early. Okay. Huh. I didn't and, know that uh, one. Yeah. Well, no, and, you know
0: it's 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 interesting that I, I imagine is your growing season quite long if you want it to be. Yes, yes. So why focus on a, a grape variety that ripens early?
2: Ah, uh, because uh, well, in in Rioja, uh, we have the the climate is is quite uh, it's not very very warm because we have three region different region in in Rioja. We have Rioja baja but Cune, we have the grapes in Rioja Alta, Alta means high, okay. and Alavesa. Alavesa is the past country. So
1: and low, medium, and high yes, basically, yes.
2: okay. And that is very important, the, the climate, because uh, it depends on the year. Uh, sometimes we have the, the influence Atlantic or the influence Mediterranean. No? If, right. you, if you see the, the map of the Spain, we are in the north, and we have the Atlantic in the north, and in the east, we have the Mediterranean. And then sometimes we have the, the vintage, that wines are red fruit, another that are warmer, mm. and we have the, the ripe tempranillo, and it's more black fruit. Got it. Okay. Well, right.
1: So you have in front of us... It's uh, two bottles. Two bottles. So we have one from 2015 mm-hmm. and one from 2014. Let's start. Which wine w- should we start with? The fifteen.
2: The fifteen, because it's a crianza.
1: Correct. So huh? crianza is. Tell us about crianza.
2: Crianza is a red wine in in Rioja that uh, if if we want to 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 call crianza, we need to keep the wine at least one year in in barrel. Okay.
1: Okay. In barrel. In barrel. And yes. Then in ba- and bottle it has to be. In b-
2: uh, it's not necessary, but we keep at least three months. Okay. But
1: okay. I always thought that crayons but had to be it's not in mandatory for a the bit. bottle. Got it. Okay. So it's, but it's, it's barrel for a year. Yes. And then it can be bottled and, and
0: then yes. sent out. Okay. Yes. See, now you're just showing off because you've been invited to Spain to taste wines, and I haven't. Well. So I haven't had a chance to learn a lot about about Rioja the way you have. Well, I
1: love Spanish wine. I have to be honest with you. And I think, one, because they're great value. Let's start there. I always find that that Spanish wines uh, coming to the LCBO,
2: because mm-hmm. those
1: are the ones we see, obviously, yep. um, usually offer great value at under $20. Now, yes. I don't know how much these are. Andre, I think you have the prices in front yeah, of
0: you. Yeah, the Crianza we're about to taste is $16.95. And uh, there's another note that it looks like it's going to be on the front cover of the vintages release for uh, this this particular group of bottles.
1: Okay, so that's I think uh, the end of May, May twenty fifth. May twenty fifth, yes. So let's let's pour this wine. Yes. And uh, how was the vintage two thousand and fifteen? I I understand that uh, in Europe, twenty fifteen is one of those great vintages. Yes, it
2: was great because. Uh, the thirteen was quite uh, tricky vintage Kay. in in Spain and 13, in France. Yeah. Thirteen in Italy and yes, yeah. and uh, oh. I'm sorry. And fifteen and fourteen it was okay, but fifteen <laughs> was very good. Yes, Kay. because uh, it was a warm vintage, and a uh, grape ripe very very well, and uh, was a very early vintage. We we started uh, very early there the harvest and we finish very early too. So in, but,
0: uh, in uh, Rioja, what is early for harvest? When do you usually harvest these grapes?
2: Uh, usually um, in Rioja Alta, high, high Rioja, we start at the beginning of October. Oh, yes.
0: Okay, so that's uh, right on par with when we would be right at the beginning of harvest in, in in niagara for reds in, anyway yes uh you'd be doing chardonnay and pinot around then yeah. maybe a little bit earlier but yeah that's really interesting
1: hmm. so you said it was a good vintage and yes. then you said it all depends on whether you're mediterranean influenced or you're atlantic influenced so 15 was it yes. mediterranean yes. or atlantic because
2: it was uh, quite uh, quite warm okay but in in the other hand is fresh? The wine is fresh because uh, this uh, this uh, vintage uh, has a nice acidity. Yes, huh? that and I
0: noticed. And the the acids are really great in this.
1: I was trying to figure out whether whether it was going to be a red fruit or a dark fruit, but I think there's kind of a mix of both in here. And then yes.
0: the third layer, like there's a really nice kind of smoky element. I got a bit of uh, black licorice on the nose, and uh, mm-hmm. the the restraint from that acidity. Um, this this. Tastes like it should cost more than sixteen
1: ninety five. And I really like that nice hit of like peppery spice that also kicks in. But that acidity is really good. And I know that you're making lasagna tonight, Andre. Oh yeah. So, for we have a we have a Spanish guest. You make an Italian dish, right on. Uh, but anyway, well,
0: I what think- would I make? What would I make? What what Spanish food would I make to go with this? I, I'll be honest. I don't do a lot of Spanish cooking in this house. Although I make a pretty good paella
2: for the wine.
0: Well, what would you serve with this? What would you serve with it?
2: Uh, Well, in the in Spain we have the Mediterranean meal. Yeah. No. uh, Salads, uh, vegetables, uh, um, meat. I don't
1: eat a lot of vegetables, so we might have
2: to go for the meat. Yes, and uh, cheese. I could see all of it. uh,
0: Yeah. Well, do you have a do you have a, a favorite recipe that you like to make that would go with the crianza?
2: Uh, in Rioja, it's very typical de, um, potatoes. Potatoes? With chorizo. Potatoes chorizo? and chorizo, okay. Yes.
0: I could do that. That's for your next <laughs> next time we have a Spanish guest. Yes, because guy.
2: it's very, very itchy.
0: Well, cho- chor- chorizo is just one of those sausages that it's... Uh, uh, it's one of my favorite things to, to cook with. Um, mm-hmm. And it's something that I really got into while I was in, in Portugal as well. Like, it's just... I don't know. I, I just... I, th- I think as Canadians, we don't often think about using sausage as uh, an ingredient in, in cooking. But like once you discover some of those European recipes that use sausage as a part of the dish, it's, it, it's really awesome.
1: This is a lovely wine for $17. Yes, yes. It's,
2: it's fresh. It's easy to drink, I think. Very because easy. I, yes.
0: Yeah. And I, I, I Tempranillo,
2: in this case, is uh, red berry fruit. I think. You, you know, th- I know.
0: Th- this is a bottle that I, I think we could start calling like a Michael Pincus special. Like this is something that would be awesome to p- see in your cellar because it's it's great right now. It'll probably be good for a couple years. But knowing I was a Michael as a seller with about 2,000 bottles of wine, most of them cost less than $20. So this... This it definitely into fits that. into that bill, and if you forgot about this for ten, fifteen years, I it would know. probably be cool to see what it would, how yeah. it evolved. I think mm-hmm. would.
1: Do you do you usually open any of these wines very old?
2: Uh, no, this crianza is is uh, I think it's nice to to drink now. Yes, and in the next uh, three years, for example.
1: Have you ever opened one that you just kind of forgot about, or that is five or seven years old? Yes, 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 and, yes.
2: and uh, five years later. Then they're good. Yes, yeah. Still good. Yes. So, yeah,
1: and for $17 and that great acidity and being a, a great vintage, yes. that might go five or ten years even. hmm Yeah. Okay. So, okay, 18?
0: so, so you, you know what question I'm going to ask now? No. It's, it's my favorite question to ask. Wine about rivers. a drought? No, it'll be, um. so if I were to visit you at the winery, how much does this bottle of wine cost? Sorry, sorry? At the winery in, in Spain, it. how much does this cost? No, e- Excellent. Excel. How much
2: does how much this cost? Yeah, in yeah. Spain. Uh... About uh, six uh, euros. (laughs)
0: So, So, I mean, in my head, I'm doing the math on (laughs) what it would cost to do a plane ticket. Hi, Henry. Henry has made his appearance on the podcast. annual appearance of Henry on the podcast.
2: In Spain, we can taste a lot of wines because it's not expensive wine. Yes.
0: But, I mean... I mean, seventeen dollars in in Canada, like that's a great deal for something like this. But in in Canada, like six euros is about eight dollars and fifty cents. You're not drinking anything close to this quality mm. in in Canada. It's I, I guess a reason to think about visiting you in Spain. Hmm.
2: Oh. But uh, in Spain this wine is the is the is the number one in 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 terms of uh, uh, value sales. Oh Cune, really? Cune, every everybody knows this this wine, no, because it's uh, it's quite it is. Uh, with that's, price and...
1: Uh, that's delicious. It really, it really is. I'm very happy with that one. There,
2: mm-hmm. I, there
1: may be a few in my cellar, Andre, and we may try that in, in 10 years. Yeah. And we'll invite Maria back, and we can see if we were right uh, to hold it 10 years. I, th- I
0: think that'd be so, awesome. Um, we've got another wine to taste. We do. Mm-hmm. So
1: tell us about this second wine, and then tell us also about the vintage, because I see this is a different yes. vintage.
2: Oh,
0: that's a cool label.
2: That's different uh, vintage. That's Imperial. You know the, this name came because this this uh, imperial is in the market from nineteen twenties to. It was a uh, cune uh, exported to England. A bottle that uh, is called the imperial pint, you know, because imperial the pint, imperial pint is a size bottle is uh, smaller than that. It's a bottle of uh, five, oh, hundred, yeah, uh, five hundred. five uh, hundred. Okay. Fi- and then we keep the we kept this uh, this name the imperial. And uh, that is our best wine, Imperial Reserva and Gran Reserva, and we produce only in the best years. So when 14
1: was considered a good, at least a good year, if not yes, best. Yes. Okay. Yes. So there's definitely a 15 Imperial coming. Yes. Yes. Got
2: it. But we don't we don't produce, for example, in the 13. Got it. Okay. okay.
0: So the bottle says Reserva on that. Does that mean that Reserva actually has meaning in Rioja? Like there's very special conditions to make Reserva? Okay. Because. Yeah. I'm nodding
1: what, I'm nodding my head because I know it's true. Yeah, I, I and, and,
0: and I want to, I want, well, I want to explain the reason I'm asking the question is having come from Chile, I mean, it, it almost became a bit of a joke with the other journalists that I was traveling with. They put Gran Reserva and Reserva on all sorts of bottles, but in Chile, the word Reserva means nothing. And it's almost a problem in Niagara, although it's something that has rained itself back. A lot of people will use reserve without any sort of, meaning or significance to it, but I think we're starting to see that word disappear off of a lot of bottles on its own. But what does Reserva mean in, in Rioja?
1: But in, but in Spain, Reserva is actually canonized in law, so you have yes. to, to have Reserva on the label. Yes. It has to follow certain regulations. Yes. And what are they?
2: In Spain, we, we have uh, 69 uh, DOs. Okay. okay. But only two are DOs qualified, that are Priorato. And Rioja. Okay. Then the law is, is more uh, strict. Okay. And for Reserva, uh, we we have the law very strict for the Gilles, for example. Okay. Uh, the the gills are quite uh, small. And uh, and then in, in the case of Imperial, we have the very old uh, plots, the very old vines, Kay. more than 30 years old. 30 years, and okay. uh, yes, we have our own uh, vines in Cune. That I think is, is very important to, to keep the consistency of the quality. And uh, and after we have to keep him in 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 barrel or in bottle at least three three years. Okay. Okay. For reserva.
0: Is it is it barrel barrel or bottle or is it and or?
2: Or barrel.
0: Okay, so it has to be in barrel for three years.
2: Uh, Barrel and bottle.
0: Barrel and bottle. Okay, but but is there is there a limit for how long it can be in barrel?
2: Three years in barrel and bottle, and at least one year. In barrel. In, 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 b- in bottle. Yes. In no, b- no, one,
0: one year, which is one year in barrel.
1: At least one year in one barrel? Year in okay. And <laughs> one year in, And how much in bottle? I always thought they you had. Can n-
2: choose one and two. Okay. Or one and a half and one and a half. Or two and one. Got it. No. Okay.
0: So okay. it has to so, be three years. Three years, years in total, total yes. minimum 12 months in barrel. We've got it. Got it.
1: So can it be three years in barrel and then. Released or should it have some bottling? Yes, but I
2: think nobody do that because okay. it's, it's very. It's uh, for this wine. It's very important to to keep him in bottle, uh, sometimes before release.
0: And, and for for this wine, how long in barrel and bottle?
2: Uh, uh, eighteen months in, in in barrel. Yes, but it's not all a uh, new barrel. It's uh, right. a, a little bit of new barrel, and it's American and French. American uh, and, and, French. and French, okay. Because the first wine that we have tasted is uh, all all bar- barrel with uh, two or three years. Oh, wow. wow. And it's American because we, we keep the, the fruit. And in this case, we keep the fruit, but the, the wine, this wine imperial has more structure. Got it.
0: Uh, so are there people in Spain that keep um, the reserva in barrel and bottle longer than three years?
2: Yes, some people, yes. Yes. Andre,
1: can I pour you a splash? Yes, please. A bijou splashet or a full splash?
2: But the problem of that is that, that I it's don't even a that lot means. of money that because you have to, yes. to keep, you know, for example, for Randerseva, we have now in Cune we have maybe five or six uh, vintage now.
0: Yes, it takes a lot of room yes. to have all the barrels and the all the barrels and the the bottles it just takes up a lot of space yes.
1: to keep that and sell that yes so marie i've i've poured you some of the uh the reserva right here the André imperial the
0: imperial so
1: let's uh oh i really like the oh i like the smell of that yes.
2: one yes imperial is more concentrated yeah but
0: there's so much like yes there's so much spice on the palate, like uh, nice fruit, and mm. Baking spice, like it's got a little bit of that that fruit cake spice, but without um, without the dried peel to it. It's it's a lot of fruit.
2: Mm. Yeah,
1: a lot of fruit on the front, and then there's that spice on the on the yes. finish.
2: More really balsamic nice. too. Yeah,
1: so this one's also coming to the LCBO. Same release, if I'm not mistaken.
0: Uh, that's what my paper says, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, this one is. Thirty nine ninety five, um, and the the cool thing about this wine is is the tannin and everything is already nicely integrated. There's a little bit of of, of grip to that tannin, but it's still I'd, I'd consider this quite soft. Mm. If you're gonna buy this, and drink it young, uh, I'd decant it for about an hour before getting to it. But thirty nine ninety five, that's not a bad bottle to pick up to seller.
1: I'm glad you you put these in the big Bordeaux glasses, Andre. I was expecting this in like a shot glass or something.
0: Oh, I don't know. Maybe I could bust out the champagne flutes. I maybe know how much you love those. Maybe we should do that. Oh, yeah. Okay, we'll see about that. Bastard.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think the best the for, for this wine, Imperial, we have Tempranillo. It's a, it's a grape that we can drink now because it's, it's soft and yep, silky. It has tannins, but I quite, quite ripe. Yep. But we can keep in this case for, for a long Can keep um, this this wine for ten years or fifteen years. I could see that. Fifteen years years
0: or or what? What's the longest you've well? You've been making wine there for twenty years. You said right. Yes. What's the uh, What's the longest or what's the oldest imperial that you've tasted at the wine? I have
2: tasted 1928. How did it taste? Yes, it was good. And and yesterday we uh, tasted imperial 1947, and it was fantastic.
0: Wow, well, yes. 47. Yes, yes. I, I hear that was a yes. good year.
2: Yes. It's just after war. You have the to war. come had to real hard? <laughs> yeah,
0: They're not fighting anymore. That's a good come year. come
2: visit us, and, and, and you can taste the Oh, that'd be great. Oh, that's a nice invitation. <laughs> well, that, that is, is a vintage. good invitation. So,
0: so as, okay, now here's another interesting interesting question. Like, the, the winery's been around for 140 Forty years. years. Yep. Um, When you get a chance to taste wine from... 1947. Do you have records of what the growing conditions were like? Like, was 1947 uh, a good summer?
2: Something but a uh, very, very uh, small uh, uh, things. Okay. Uh, yes. Yes. Like a little but
1: handwritten note by mm, some guy. We have intuitive. some notes,
2: but uh, not <laughs> not a lot. But uh, and and it's difficult to know because I I write uh, it's vintage about the vintage, trying to 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 find a patron. Uh, you know uh, uh, how do you say Patron?
0: Uh, As a customer uh, or uh,
2: the same thing, the the thing that uh, it could be the best for the best uh, vintage. Okay. Uh, you know, but but it's it's not always uh, always is different. Hmm. But I think that, that the best of uh, our work or of our job because we can we cannot uh, maîtriser. Um,
1: Say it in French. Andre seems to <laughs> know yeah, some
0: well, French. that means like to, to control, to be the yes, master of, to be can, the boss God. of.
2: We cannot control the climate, and yeah. that is the best because we have the grapes all always are the same. We have the, the terroir, but the climate is different. It's yeah. Well, and um,
0: I mean, it's 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 the cool thing about it's the cool thing about wine in general is it's it's really hard to say best ever. Because taste is definitely subjective, especially when you're making terroir-driven wines. Every year is going to be different. You could have a really hot summer like 2015 and a really hot summer in 2016. And those two years are not going to taste completely identical.
2: Yes, that's right. That's how was right.
0: 16? Was 16 good? <laughs>
1: that's a good question. How yeah, was 16?
0: And, and, and we don't have any year though. So. No, we
1: don't have any 16. But I mean, how was 2016 as a vintage and how was 17 as a vintage?
2: Uh, Seventeen was uh, was uh, <laughs> a different year because the <laughs> frost, <laughs> because yes. we had the frost in the twenty eighth of April. Okay, Yes, and then the the yield was very very low. Okay. And uh, after was quite difficult to do the the prune for the two thousand and eighteen. Yeah. And it was uh, well different. Different. <laughs> yeah.
0: But, yeah. But, l- but low yields can in a tough year, can often mean high quality wine. Yes,
2: right? yes. But uh, it was some uh, some some plots that uh, has uh, frost, but uh, a little bit of grapes was quite good. But uh, well, it was uh, tricky vintage. Okay, 2017. Okay, and then sixteen. And sixteen, uh, it was uh, quite good. Kay. Yes, yes. It was uh, a very long uh, cycle. Uh, it was a uh, late. Uh, a late uh, vintage, mm-hmm. and uh, we have uh, uh, the rain when we need the rain and the sun when we need the the sun, it was a uh, quite nice. So it sounds yes. like a, a really good vintage. So between yes.
1: fifteen and sixteen, so you were saying how great, and everybody keeps talking about how great fifteen yes. was in Europe. is sixteen a better vintage?
2: Uh, maybe, maybe yes. Yeah. More uh, homogeneous. More Kay. consistency. Yes, consistency. Got yes, it. because uh, fifteen, uh, we have to to do a lot of uh, selection in the vineyard because uh, it was uh, quite difficult to to know the best date for vintage Kay. for harvest. Yeah, because uh, some uh, it was uh, quite uh, irregular. Uh, you 50, know the yeah. Yes, fifteen. But
1: still, uh, but still, what they consider a good vintage.
2: Yes, Kay. yes. Yes, and 16
1: yes. just seems to be a more yes. consistent. Easier. So we're looking now forward to the 16 wines. Yes.
2: Okay.
0: Yes. We, well, like we should also 15, look forward to the 15s because this 14 is great. Getting, I mean, we I'm got, getting that bit, We got bit. 14, 15, both high quality. And, and I, these, it, I think when you talk about value at the beginning of the podcast, both of these wines offer really great value. And they're both, uh, while you guys were talking about 16 and 17 as growing conditions, I had a chance to spend a little bit more time with the Imperial. And just being in the glass for the five minutes that you guys were, were talking, it's already, yes. it's, it's already relaxing. It's, it's put on its sweatpants. It's, it's sitting in the glass. and Sitting
1: in front of the TV watching the Rough Riders?
0: 100%. I yeah. mean, it, it, it's still got that tannic structure where 10 to 15 years is easy, but um, I don't feel guilty opening this right now. Not even a little bit.
1: I would feel a little bit guilty. I would want to see this with a little time, so maybe we need two bottles.
0: I'd feel guilty mixing this with cola. Oh my God, would you ever.
1: I would not mix this with cola at all. Not even a little bit. Not the vanilla, not the cherry kind. You should be ashamed of yourself for even mentioning that.
0: Uh, I think it's going to become a thing,
1: though. It will. For you, for you. not for me. But thanks anyway. Maria, we'd like to thank you for coming in. Thank you for getting off the plane and immediately coming here. Thank Many you people much. don't want to get off a plane and immediately go to Andre's. I know when I get out of the car, I don't want to come to Andre's. I usually have to walk around the block with Henry a few times.
0: Yeah, that's true. To get ready. Yeah, thank you very much. These wines are fantastic. I'm I'm looking forward to buying them and everyone listening to this should be looking forward to that too. Yeah, picking them up. Yeah, yep. no, not we're not being paid to say that. No, nope. and uh, <laughs> we, we are. I know looking, it sounds
1: like we're, but it's just um, we love having good wine on the on the podcast. 100%. We love having great winemakers come visit us, so that's great. And now, what we're looking forward to is your lasagna paired with these. We'll tell you how that went.
0: I guess next time, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah.
2: Thank you, thanks, Maria. A pleasure. Thank you. That
0: man, Spain is a region I do need to learn more about. I know that our good friend
1: uh, Conrad Edgebeck is in Spain right now. And yes, he, keeps he is. Tagging me in uh, in his post. Oh, he tags I'm, me
0: like, and all that stuff too. It's, it's kind of a jerk move, hey? Yeah. Him. Oh man, there's one for the swear jar. <laughs> um, well, but these these wines, like we, like I just I can't hammer it in um enough that we were not paid. This was not an advertisement. The wines were legitimately that good. I'm grabbing a bottle of each
1: for 40 bucks. Yeah. But I think for 1695, that other one, uh, just, just the Coon, it was just the crienza was so bloody good.
0: Yeah. uh, I, as you said at the beginning of the podcast, I'd crush that. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, yeah, we've already, I think we've covered all the bases. You want to be interviewed on the podcast, reach out to us. We'd love to, uh, get some more guests on here. Um, you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, leave a review, let us know what you think. You can, you can even uh,
1: email us yep, again, Two Guys, two guys, talking, guys wine talking Wine
0: at gmail.com. Yeah. Uh, I'm Andre Peru from AndreWinereview.ca, and you can follow me on all social medias at AndreWinereview.
1: And I'm Michael Pinkus of MichaelPinkusWinereview.com.
0: Take us away. Good night. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe to Two Guys Talking Wine on iTunes.